this awesome moment Lord we welcome you in this place how amiable are your tanks oh Lord of hosts therefore we children of men put 
our trust under the shadow of your wings. Lord, have your way in the name of Jesus. We bless you today. In this meeting, Lord, we worship you. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we welcome you. In the name of Jesus. In all of your fullness, in all of your power, in all of your glory, in all of your presence, in the name of Jesus, Lord, be no no more begin to worship the Lord. Worship Him, bless Him. For He's a great God. He's deserving of all our worship, all our praise, all our thanksgiving. Hey, what a God. His road stretches straight and smooth. Among the gods, there is none like Him. None to be compared unto him. Hey, none like him. None to be compared unto him. He is a great God. Bible says in his hands are the deep places of the earth. Not only that, Hebrews 1:3 says he upholds all things by the word of his power. Beloved, it's not by accident. You are listening to us right now. You want to lift your voice? Bless the name of the Lord. Somebody bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Worship Him. Adore Him. Come in my soul. Lord, I thank you. We bless you. We thank you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, let your name be lifted high. Lord, we worship. Papa, we worship. Lord, we worship. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we Jesus. 
We worship you, O God. Aravakoshe terebe duwakapala. We worship you, O God. And welcome the Holy Spirit in this place. We worship you, O God. As we dedicate our lives to you, Lord. Giving Him our soul, our minds, and our spirits. We forget not all your benefits. How you forgave all our iniquities. How you've healed us from all our iniquities. Redeeming our life from destruction. With your blessings, preservations, and protections, so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. Oh God, you've executed righteousness and judgment for all of us. All of us who have been oppressed, we thank you. Thank you for your mercies. You've been merciful and gracious unto us. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. 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 What shall we render? You have not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Hey. For if you should count iniquities, who will stand? Who amongst us shall be able to stand? If you should count iniquities, if you should number our transgressions, oh God, if you should take heed to our sins, for as high as the heavens above so great is your mercy towards us because of God. We fear you and we are still learning to walk in the fear of you. Oh God, as far as the east is from the west, so far have you revealed. Move oh, our transgressions and we know, we know, Lord, we know, we know, we know, we know, we know, we know, we we know, Hey, Lord, no we praise you. Be lifted, be lifted, be exalted. You are deserving. You are deserving. You are deserving. You are 
we bring you our worship. You are not worship. Jesus, Jesus, Wakapaya and Baduski Varai Dila Gadine Mekomraning Emimen Wakapaya and Kreski Taraga de Regedeve. Oh, Manamasa Habreka Vadua Paladiata. Lord, we bless you. Father, we worship. Lord, we worship. Lord, Lord your name. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We bless you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Songs of Solomon 2.15. It says, take out the little foxes. Take out the foxes, the little foxes. That, that destroy the vine. Or the grapes. For our vines have tender grapes. The little foxes. The little foxes. This is our prayer. This is our prayer. Lord, cleanse me. Take out from my heart, my spirit, my soul, my body. Everything I have done, any deposits within me, from the pit of darkness. The camp of the enemy that doesn't glorify you. Remove it from me. Remove it from my heart. Remove it from my spirit. Remove it from my soul. Purge me in the name of Jesus. And even as I acknowledge my wrong, Lord, grant me, even as I receive forgiveness of all sins in the name of Jesus. For your word says, But there is forgiveness with thee, according to Psalm 130, verse 4. But there is forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be feared. If thou, Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who will stand? Who will stand? Therefore, Lord, according to your word in Psalms of Solomon 2 and Psalm 130, cleanse me even as I receive forgiveness. Sprinkle me with the blood of sprinkling for cleansing, spirit, soul, and body. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, purge me and make me whole. Father, purge me and make me whole. Even as we approach deeper and deeper into your throne, your word says that we shall ascend into the hill of the Lord. 
Lord, by Father, the I power pray, in the blood of Jesus, you cleanse us from and every you spirit, cleanse, spirit, cleanse soul, and body. totally from anything that is not of you. Cleanse us, purify us, O God. Purify us from the corruption of this world. Purify us from the uncleanness of this world. Oh Lord, wash us, wash our spirit. Lord, from the dust, every spiritual dust, cleanse us, O God, and make us whole. Cleanse us, cleanse us, Father, we pray. We come boldly before your throne, and left in every humility, Father, and we ask, O God, that by the power in the blood of Jesus, you will cleanse us, hurt our souls, hurt our spirit, cleanse us, O God, our conscience, our conscience, our conscience, cleanse our heart, O God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray, by the blood of Jesus, make us whole by the sprinkling of the blood. Make us whole in the name of Jesus. Make us whole today, O God. Even as we appear before Zion, Manuwa Kapai Alava, Lord, and in your mercy, cleanse us and make us whole. Cleanse us, Father, and make us whole in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Faithful ever true. Oh, my love, my heart, my life is a test oh, Only you are holy, Lord. Only you. Through the ministration of the Spirit, even through prophecy, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, help my infirmities, help my infirmities, help my infirmities, help my infirmities. 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 
infirmities up. Oh God, today, revive and empower, revive and empower in the name of Jesus. Even as we walk up, all of your presence and your wholeness and your power and your glory. Oh God, lift your heart and lift your voice.
us positioning ourselves for an upgrade upgrade in wisdom upgrade in strength upgrade in understanding and upgrade in the knowledge of him hallelujah bible says and we know that the son of god has come yes 
the Son of God is come and has given us an understanding. If you are here with me, even listening to this right now, you still want to leave a comment, an understanding, an understanding that we may know him. That is true. We've come to get more intimate knowledge of him. That is true. Him that has come. Yes, God bless you as you type. Amen. And may God re release unto you abundance of understanding and the knowledge of Him. It's one thing to have knowledge, it's another thing to have understanding. Understanding enables you to appropriate knowledge, even to be able to comprehend, to have a proper appreciation of seasons, times, systems, and people. As well as places that we may know him that is true and we are in him that is true even his son Jesus Christ this is the true God and eternal life the true God of true God the very God of very God and eternal life hallelujah today we are come to learn about giving in the kingdom give and it shall be given unto you measure press down shaking together hallelujah yes. it's, it's, it's one topic that you can always be glad to learn to learn on giving is very broad we know that God is going to help us today amen it's already 30 minutes into the time so without any more that I do or say I want to welcome the ministration of our own sister our friend one of our very own and I dare say one of the pillars of the ministry and a dear daughter of mine as well our own minister Cassandra and she'll be ministering on the theme give and it shall be given unto you and we trust God to help us with the prophetic after the teachings amen so people of god you are all welcome once again god bless you god richly bless you Raphael. Raphael, abundance you are welcome god bless you for joining us you can follow the podcast amen and like the show amen we are people of god we believe in teaching we believe in prayers we believe in administration of the prop the, the spirit healing deliverance all the giftings including the prophetic amen but we are teaching first amen the word before any other thing 
Amen. So God richly bless you as you stay. Cassandra, you are welcome. The platform is yours for the next one hour, 20 minutes. God help you and bless you. Amen. Good evening, everyone. And thank you so much. So, first of all, I want to say a big thank you to Apostle for giving me the privilege to share the word of God with mighty men and women of God on this platform. And then I pray that we all learn something after. I also want to use this opportunity to thank you, Apostle, for your service to us. I know how much time and energy and love you put into the ministry. Well, from the little that I know, <laughs> may God reward you in many ways. And it's really such a blessing to know that we can rely on you. So thank you for the hours you spent assisting us and also for being a good friend and then a good shepherd to us. Okay. So today's topic is on giving. That is, give and it shall be given unto you. So we know that giving is an important aspect of Christian faith. And the Bible is full of teachings on like the importance of generosity and sharing with others. In fact, Jesus himself often spoke about giving and encouraged his followers to be generous with <clears throat> sorry, to be generous with their time and resources and talents as well. So please, can we um, post Luke chapter 6, verse 38? Please, can someone help me with Luke chapter 6, verse 38? Okay. And I read, give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. That is the NIV. So, King James Version also says, Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. So with what um, the scripture is saying here is, when you give, you definitely receive. But this time, what you are getting is a good measure, which has been pressed down, shaken together, and run over. The other, the other part also says, for with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. So this part makes us know that the same amount you give, be it your time, your money, your love, anything, etc., 
that is the same amount you will get so when you are giving to god or you are giving to man please go big so that you also receive big so this passage also like emphasizes the idea that when we are given giving should not um, be seen as like a burden or obligation but rather as an opportunity to experience the joy of giving and to be blessed in return we christians we are encouraged to give generously not just out of a sense of duty or obligations but out of a genuine desire to help others and to share god's love with the world please can someone also post philippians chapter 5 a philippians chapter 4 verse 15 to 19. Philippians chapter 4, verse 15 to 19. Okay. So it says, Now you Philippians, know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. It says, Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the same sent from you. A sweet smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well pleasing to God. 19 says, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Jesus Christ. So, another important teaching on giving is also found in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 to 10. If someone can also post that for me. And it says, Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruit of your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. Another version also says, Honor the Lord with thy substance, and with the first fruit of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. So this um, scripture highlights the idea that when you are given, it should not be a priority and that we should honor God with our resources and trust that he will provide for our needs in return. Ultimately, this message of giving in christianity is um, one of selflessness and love and as christians we are called to give generously and to use our resources to help others and to make a positive impact on the world whether through financial means our talent our time or even showing kindness and compassion to those around us 
we can all make a difference and help to spread God's love and goodness to others. Okay, so I've been talking about giving. I've been saying giving. So what exactly is giving? So to give means to freely transfer the possession of something to someone. Giving also is an expression of gratitude, of obedience, trust, and increasing joy. Gratitude in the sense that when you give to God, you are telling Him that you are grateful for the past, for everything that He has done for you, and trust Him for the future, especially when you give out everything that you have of when you give out something which is very important to you, it's like a form of trust. You are trusting him that you are leaving everything to him. So, giving is sacrifice, as I mentioned. And giving is very important and we must ensure that we Christians, we give more than we receive. So, can someone please help me with Acts chapter 20 verse 35? Chapter 20, verse 35. So it says, I have shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he, that he said, It is more blessed to give than amen so now let's look at the reasons or importance for giving why is it important to give so the first one says giving is pleasing to god the first important or reason is giving is pleasing to god and can someone please post hebrews chapter 13 but to do good and communicate forgiveness but with such sacrifices god is well pleased so esv also says do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to god so as i mentioned earlier i've mentioned so many quotations where god is telling us to give and if your mom or your parents is telling you to do something and you are following it definitely to be pleasing to him or her that is either your father or your mother so definitely it will be pleasing to god the second one to say is giving is being obedient to god so the second point is giving is being obedient to god when you give you are being obedient to god let's kindly um, open our bibles to deuteronomy chapter 15 verse 11 
if someone can also post it. Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 11. Okay. ESV for there will never cease to be poor in the land therefore I command you you shall open wide your hand to your brother to the needy and to the poor in your land says for the poor shall never cease of the land therefore I command thee saying thou shalt open thy hand wide unto thy brother to the poor and to the needy in thy land okay so please can I have Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9 to 10 again Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9 to 10 the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thine increase so shall thy bands be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine honor the Lord with your capital and sufficiency from righteous labors and with the first fruit of all your income so shall your storage places be filled with plenty and your vats shall be overflowing with new wine okay so as i mentioned earlier we have basically mentioned quotations which God encourages us to give. So, if you read the Old Testament as well, there are many instances where people give their first fruits, their firstborns of flocks, the best spices, and many more. In the New Testament as well, from Mark chapter 12 verse 41 to 44 mark chapter 12 verse 41 to 44 i will not read but it's talking about basically a woman giving all that she had so in this when you read it you know that jesus praises the woman for giving out all that she had and we know that by following what god has said or by following the practices we are obeying his word we are obeying him so when you give it means that you are obe- we are being obedient to god so the third point is you will be blessed the third importance or reason for giving is you are going to be blessed when you give so once again acts chapter 20 verse 35 acts 
chapter 20 verse 35 i have so king james says i have showed you all things how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak and to remember the words of the lord jesus how he said it is more blessed to give than to receive then as he says in all things i have shown you that by working hard in this way we must help the weak and remember the words of the lord jesus how he himself said it is more blessed to give than receive can i please have malachi chapter 3 verse 10 to 12 malachi chapter 3 verse 10 to 12 i'm using a lot of quotations so that we know that it's very important as christians to give malachi chapter 3 verse 10 to 12 Okay, so King James says, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now, herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it 11 says and i will rebuke the devourer for your sakes and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground neither shall your vine cast her fruits before the time in the field saith the lord of hosts Please, can I have 12? Okay. And all the nations shall call you blessed, for ye shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. The book started. So, E-M-S-B. MSB 10 says, Bring your full tithe to the temple treasury, so there will be ample provisions in my temple. Test me in this and see if I don't open up heaven itself to you and pour out blessings beyond your wildest dreams. Wow. 11 says, For my part, I shall defend you against Marudes protect Marudes. your protect your wheat fields and vegetable gardens against plunderers. The message of God, the angel armies. The message of God of the angel armies. God of hosts. And the twelve says you you'll be voted happiest nation you will experience what it's like to be a country of grace god of the angel amis says so okay please some 
1 verse 1. Psalm 41 verse 1. After that, please can I have Proverbs chapter 11 verse 12. Blessed is he that considereth the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. Oh, the joys of those who are kind to the poor. The Lord rescues them when they are in trouble. Okay, so then... Um, Proverbs chapter 11 verse 25 Proverbs chapter 11 verse 25 A generous person will prosper Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed when you give, God blesses you. When you give, God blesses you. There are so many blessings when you read the Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament where God is encouraging us to give. And one thing too I learned is when you are giving, I mentioned it earlier, don't don't give because you are obliged. Like maybe the Bible is saying you should give, so you give. It is good to follow it though. But give genuinely, give from your heart. Give genuinely from your heart. So when you are giving, know that God is also going to bless you. And give also from your heart. Okay. So please, the fourth point. When you give, you are serving Christ. When you give, you are serving Christ. The fourth point. Okay. So that one too, please. I need a Matthew chapter 25, verse 35 to 45. Matthew chapter 25, verse 35 to 45. And I read. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? or thirsty and gave you something to drink when did we see a stranger and invited you in or needing clothes and clothe you when did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you the king will reply truly i tell you whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine you did for me then he will say to those on his left depart from me you who are cursed into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels 
for I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison and you did not look after me. They also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison and did not help you? He will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. Amen. So giving is a form of of service to Christ. When you give is often seen as an expression of love, compassion and generosity generosity, reflecting the teaching and the teachings and example of Jesus Christ. So by giving Christians aim to emulate or follow Christ's selfless love and demonstrate care for their fellow human beings. We Christians may also view our acts of giving as a means to honor and serve God by being good servants of the resources that God has given us. So Christians are encouraged. We Christians we are encouraged to imitate God's example by living or giving, live, um, living sacrificially or giving. So, giving sacrificially of our time, resources, talent for the benefit of others and the advancement of God's kingdom. Christians are called to recognize that we are caretakers or servants of these resources and are therefore responsible for using them wisely in a manner that reflects their devotion to God and love. Okay. So the fifth point as Christians we must make sacrifices. One important or one reason for giving is as Christians, we must make sacrifices. As Christians, we must make sacrifices. And that one too. We read Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 to 4. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 to 4. nothing be done through strife or vain glory but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves look not every man on his own things but every man also on the things of others let this mind be in you which was also in Christ 
I said I have to call. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 to 4. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. In Christianity, Heaven is often seen as a form of sacrifice. And the concept basically of sacrifice in Christianity is rooted in the belief that Jesus Christ, as the Son of God, sacrificed himself on the cross for the salvation of humanity. This act of selflessness and love considered their ultimate sacrifice. So in light of Christian sacrifice, we Christians, we are encouraged to imitate this example by living sacrificially. This includes giving sacrificially of one's time, resources, and talents for the benefit of others and the advancement of God's kingdom. So, the idea of sacrificial giving is often linked to the biblical principle of stewardship, which emphasizes that everything we have, including our possessions, abilities, and time, ultimately belongs to God. Christians are called to recognize that we are caretakers or stewards of these resources and are therefore responsible for using them wisely in a manner that reflects our devotion to God and love for others. Thank you. So the last one is you will become more like Christ and grow as a Christian. The last point. You will become more like Christ and grow as Christians. So first Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Be imitators of me as I am of Christ. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it unto completion until the day of Christ 
Jesus. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. Hey, 34 minutes. <laughs> okay. So, giving in various, in various forms is an important aspect of following Christ's example. When we give, we become more like him. We become more like Christ because he has told us to give. So we are following his path. We are following what he has told us to do. So we are becoming more like Christ. So the next subtopic, principles on how to give. Principles on how to give. And the first one is give freely. So Matthew chapter 10 verse 8. Give freely. Matthew chapter 10 verse 8. Says heal the sick. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out demons. Freely give. Freely you have received. Freely give. One way. One way we can give on how to give is by giving freely. So the second one is give with a cheerful heart. Give with a cheerful heart. The Bible encourages we believers to give with joy and a cheerful heart. Please let's open to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 7. That is, give with a cheerful heart. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 7. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. Giving should not be done gradually or out of obligation, but with a genuine desire to bless others. I said this in their own. That when we are given, we should give. Okay, let me read. Yes, he says, each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. That's basically the same thing. So, as I said, giving should not be done gradually or out of obligation. But with a genuine desire to bless others. When we are giving out, shouldn't give out because 
the Bible says she should all those and good things. She didn't give because you are obliged, like it's by force to give. She gives from your heart, genuinely. You know that what you are giving us is going to bless someone. It's going to help someone. Or it's even going to help the kingdom of God. That is like giving your tithes, sowing seeds, and all of that, and offer tree. When you are giving, don't give because your pastor says you should give. Give from your heart, cheerful giver. So the third one, give sacrificially. Give sacrificially. So Mark chapter 12, verse 41 to 44. Mark chapter 12, verse 41 to 44. And Jesus sat over against the treasury and beheld and beheld how the people cast money into the treasury and many that were rich cast in much and there came a certain poor widow and she threw in two mites which makes a far thing and he called unto him his disciples and said unto them verily i say unto you that this poor widow hath cast more in than all they which have cast into the treasury okay. for all they did for for all they did cast in of their for all they did cast in of their abundance but she but she of her eh I'm not reading it well. Let me read it again. Jesus Please can I get another um version? Mark chapter forty one forty four. And he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich people put in large sums, and a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. And he... Please, can I get a King James, the 43 to 44? No, sorry, the ESV. ESV 43 to 44. Okay, see. And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box, for they all contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had all she had to live on christians are called to give sacrificially following what uh, mark chapter 12 verse 41 to 44 is telling us when you read it you know that jesus commends this poor widow who gave two small coins emphasizing that she gave more than the wealthy individuals who gave out 
people gave out of their abundance sacrificial giving involves giving beyond what is comfortable or convenient sometimes even giving up something important for the benefits of others so the fourth one given willingly and without expecting anything in return even willingly and without expecting anything to be done. So Luke chapter 6 verse 35. Luke chapter 6 verse 35. Luke chapter 6 verse 35. But love, but love your enemies and do good and lend expecting and learn expecting nothing in return and your reward will be great and you will be sons of the most high for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil the king james says but love your enemies and do good and lend hoping for nothing again and your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the highest, for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the people. Okay. So with this also, Christian, we Christians, giving should not be uh, motivated, it should be motivated by selflessness and love. When we give, we shouldn't expect anything in return. This demonstrates genuine love and it reflects the unconditional grace and mercy of God. So when we are giving, we shouldn't put in our mind that, oh, I'm giving because God is going to bless me or let me give because God is going to bless me. Yes, it's a good thing, but don't give because God is, you say God is going to bless you. So let me just give. As I said, it's like I've been obliged to give. Give genuinely and be happy about it. So the fifth one, be good stewards. Be good stewards or servants. Christians, we believe that everything that we have is ultimately a gift from God. And we are encouraged to be good servants of our resources and use them wisely to bless others. Our financial resources, our time, our talent, So it's not only money. In church to your talent, your skills, give it out for the kingdom. By recognizing that we are merely servants of what we have. Christians are more willing to share Generously with those in Christians, we should be able to give should be a habit because God has told us that we should Jesus Christ encourages us from Old Testament to New Testament that we should give. So it should be a habit. When we are given, first of all, we should give freely. We should give freely. We should give with a cheerful heart. We should give sacrificially. 
we should be willing and we shouldn't expect anything when we are given then we should be also good servants when we are given so the last one says give with discernment give with discernment it's good to give but it's not everything that we give or every time you give it's good to give when you are giving you need to give with discernment maybe what you are giving is not going to profit that person or it's not going to help that person at that time so when you are giving you need to give with discernment while god has called us to be generous we should also exercise discernment in our giving it is important to assess the needs priorities and the potential impacts of our giving we need to seek the wisdom of god and discern the best ways to give maybe this thing they are going to give is not good at the right time so we need discernment okay then i want to add this two things but i won't talk much on them so good measure good measure luke chapter 6 verse 38 The gift and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. But with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. As I said earlier on, when you are giving to God or to man, go big. Because the measure that you get, that is what you are going to receive. So when you are giving to God or man, give generously. And the last one says, as God has prospered. So that's First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 2. First Corinthians chapter sixteen verse two. On the first day of every week. Each of you is to put something outside and store it up as he may prosper so that there will be no collection when I come. If God has prospered you, make sure when you are given out, you are given out as God has prospered you. If, let's say you have 100 CDs in your account. And you are going to pay your tithe or offer to you something. Don't go and give one to the house. And let's see, if you have 100 cities in your account, you can even give 50 Ghana or 70 Ghana for God will provide. <laughs> so, give as God has prospered you. Okay. So, the last 
subtopic I want to talk about is the blessings promised for giving. It's and there's plenty. I may not say everything. Blessings promised for giving. So the first one, Matthew chapter 10, verse 42. That is reward. And whoever gives one of these little ones only a cup of cold water in the name of a disciple, assuredly I say to you, he shall by no means lose reward. He shall by no means lose his reward. The second one, all grace abounding. That is Second Corinthians chapter nine verse eight. Second Corinthians chapter nine verse eight. All grace abounding. Second Corinthians chapter nine verse eight. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you also having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. The same the same um petition to all sufficiency and God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you that you also having all sufficiency in all things they have an abundance for every good work and increased second corinthians chapter 9 verse 10 increase for second corinthians chapter 9 verse 10 now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness enrichment in all things second corinthians chapter 9 verse 11 While you are enriched in everything, for all liberality which causes thanksgiving, we ask God. Okay. And then, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. Remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Okay. So, I think we've come to an end. So, all I want to say is, Let's learn how to give as Christians. Giving should 
become something important and it should become part of our lifestyle. We should live without reason. Amen. Sandra, thank you so much for being a blessing to us. God richly bless you. Amen. We just cooled us through the Bible, the entire Bible on giving. And it's a good start. It's a good start for the first session of our school of ministry. Amen. Job Job said in 23 Job 23 verse 10 he says that but he knoweth the way that I take for when he has tried me I shall come forth as gold in 1 Timothy Apostles 1 Timothy 2 Apostle Paul said that Whosoever strives for mastery strives lawfully, lawfully. Isaiah also said, For precepts must be laid upon precepts, line upon line. Then he added that here a little and there a little. So God knows what he is making out of all of us here. He knows the way you have taken. He is aligning you. Day after day, he is aligning you. Step by step, he is aligning you. Meeting after meeting, he is aligning you. Prayer after prayer. Because he knows the way that you have taken. And when he has tried you, you will come forth as gold. You want to type, I am coming forth as gold. I am coming forth as gold. 
that means when he has refined your humanity your humanity then you'll be able to glow and shine forth and manifest his divinity in you in the bible gold is symbolic of divinity wherever you see gold especially related to the artifacts of the temple the ark of the covenant it's always symbolic of god gold is for god for he knoweth the way that i take for when he has tried me you see there is divinity in you there is a treasure in you but god doesn't want to put you forth out there to the world he doesn't want to put you on the shelf of public display when he has not polished you yet when he has not tried you when he has not refined you so that his divinity that that treasure which which is in earthly vessels that divinity has not come forth he can't showcase you in your raw state he longs to showcase you so that you bring him glory 2 Corinthians 4, I think the verse 7 or verse 8 says that this treasure is an earthen vessel so that the excellency of the glory will be of God and not of us. So God wants to bring out the excellency of his glory, which is our theme for this year, manifestation and glory. Yes, God bless you, Minister. Amen. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Yes. And it's as a result of this treasure, that is why the enemy won't let go of you. The thief cometh not. Anywhere you see the thief at work, there is a treasure hidden there. Anywhere in your life, the enemy is attacking your womb, because there is a treasure of fruitfulness there are babies and nations hidden in your womb that as you travel daily and receive power and the energies the strength of zion you are going to bring forth for as soon as zion traveled she brought forth her children the enemy knows there is a treasure there that is why he would attack he would launch an attack the enemy is launching an attack into your destiny, into your future, because there is a glory which is about being made manifest by God. Wherever you see the thief at work, there is something good hidden there. So the surest way to trace that God is, has equally deposited something good somewhere, or God is at work somewhere, is simply to trace the places where you find the devil working in a community in a nation in a place in a system or in somebody's life he's attacking your academics because god has deposited a certain glory on that academics a glory that when manifested is going to change your own life and your family it is going to change the way people see you. It is going to affect the way people who doubted God, worship God, because of you. So the devil won't cease. You see, the devil understands that 
God is in the habit of hiding delicate things, treasures in earthen vessels, riches in secret places. It, for it is the glory of God to hide a thing. And it's the honor of us kings to search out a matter. Proverbs, I think, verse 25, chapter 25, verse 1 or so. 24, verse 1 or 25, verse 1. Or verse 2, one of them. 24, verse 2 or 25, verse 2. It is the glory of God to conceal. God is in the habit. Even sometimes he conceals himself. According to the book of Isaiah, the God or the Lord who hides himself. So that he can propel us. Yes, 25 verse 2. God bless you. He can propel us into a searching. A searching. So when you see the devil busily at work to steal, to kill, to destroy. It's a sign. That there is a treasure in your life and out of that treasure cassandra you have blessed us this evening out of that treasure the, the, the other time minister winning blessed us out of that treasure the other time minister stanley also blessed us out of that treasure minister david blessed us out of that treasure minister Eben blessed us out of that treasure which is in the abundance of our heart a lot more of us are going to bless us the rest of us hallelujah that is why i would encourage you to never look down on yourself you don't understand the one who upholds all things hebrews 1 3 by the word of his power He exists in nature by his own nature. He created the world, the universe, the entire expanse of all we see and all that science is still exploring. This God, this God, this Jehovah Almighty, this Creator, who is from everlasting to everlasting whose ways are past finding out this god he cannot be contained in the universe bible says he measures the entire span expanse of the earth between his thumb and his index finger that is how small the earth is to him and yet this god chooses to humble himself chooses to squeeze himself and to indwell or infill you to live in your heart to tabernacle in you do you know what that means that is why bible says godliness is con with contentment is great gain bible talks of the mystery of godliness the mystery of godliness if god cannot be contained in this entire world if the heavens are his throne the earth is his footstool how come this God is able to live in you, your heart, and my heart. How? We have this treasure in earthen vessels. 2 Corinthians 4, 7. So that the excellency of the power will be of God and not of us. 
So anytime you see a man of God, a colleague, a friend, a brother, a sister, manifest a strange dimension of power or glory, you should know that there is the workings of Zion out of that man. There are the workings of Zion out of that man. The treasure of the Most High God. So verse 8 of 2 Corinthians chapter 4 says that because of this we are perplexed. We are troubled on every side. Don't think that the enemy is going to leave you alone. Beloved, we have prayed. We have prophesied here. We have prayed many prayers. We prophesied a number of times. We have fasted many times. But you see, it is not exempting you from the battles. Any platform, any minister, any church, any preacher that tells you that your battles are going to end because you prayed any prayer or they've anointed you with a certain special anointing or because you fasted or because you are in Christ or you've joined that ministry. Please run for your life. That is not the gospel. In this world, Jesus said, this is the, these are the words of your father, my father, your brother, my brother, our Lord, Jesus Christ. He says, in this world, you will have tribulations. It is a promise. But it, what does he add to it then? He says, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. In this world, so far as you are in this world, it is a sure promise you will have tribulations. You know why? Because the prince of this world, he is always coming. He came to Jesus. He says, the prince of this world, come in John chapter 8. He came to me and he, he, finds he, found that he found nothing in me. He came to me. He is going about. He will come to everyone. Second, is it First Peter 5 verse 8? He says that the enemy, he says, be be vigilant be sober be vigilant your adversary the devil goeth about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour he goeth about and as he goeth about he cometh to people he will come to you it might be on the day that you are on the mount fasting seeking the face of god like jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights right after jesus finished fasting do you know what happened bible doesn't say angels of god came to him the moment he finished 40 days of fasting and prayers, lo and behold, who showed up? The devil. The devil. Meanwhile, God Almighty was there. Why did God allow the devil to show up? Because the devil goeth about as a roaring lion, seeking him whom he may devour. But your joy should be in that when he comes, you will find nothing of his in you. Hallelujah. The problem begins when the enemy comes and he finds something of his in our lives. That is where our woes and our troubles begin. When the devil comes and he finds something of his traceable to our lives, a deposit of his belonging in us, then hell begins to break loose because an entry point into our lives and to our destinies has been created. There is a semblance of him in us. 
and then he begins to say he begins to claim ownership he begins to lay charge this is mine i'm coming for it this belongs to me i'm coming for it this area of your life because i see traces of my 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 deposit my marks my signs in in this area of your life it's a sign that that area is not fully submitted to god therefore i have authority the legal right to work in that area of your life to frustrate that area of your life so any part of your life that is not submitted to god you cannot resist the devil at that point that's why james 4 7 says submit to god i show you a mystery submit to god and then you can now resist the devil so he will flee the reason you resist the devil when he flees is not because of you it's not because of my shoutings in prayer it's not it's not because of the gymnastic how well endowed i am with prayer vocabulary no it is not because i know plenty scriptures or i am a powerful man of god or leader no it is because of the authority i have submitted to the authority of god so beloved so long as you are in this world and you choose not to be of this world then there is a warfare hallelujah because there is a treasure in you though we walk in the flesh we do not war after the flesh that is why god gave us the weapon of prayer it says men ought always to pray not spirits not spirits it says men men are you a man then you have to pray so i think in genesis chapter 5 or chapter 8 or so bible says in the days of enosh men began to call upon the name of the lord not spirits men they began to call upon the name of the lord prayer is meant for men because in the world in the sphere in the realm of men temptations and struggles and afflictions and warfare abound and no man is exempted no man is exempted there is no anointing that exempts any man from any form of warfare or battle no there is no anointing there is no anointing on earth yet located even jesus being the son of god as anointed as this man was as anointed as my lord and savior jesus was as anointed as your lord and savior jesus was despite even having fasted 40 days 40 nights there was nothing he didn't contact any anointing or grace sufficient enough to exempt him from the warfare of this world temptation in the realm of men and he understood that to help his own creation he knew that he had to take on the form of flesh and these were some of the challenges of the form of flesh bible says that despite all of this i have overcome the world beloved this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith this is the victory this is the victory there is no anointing some of us our problems keep coming god has allowed that persistent headache it's not because we haven't prayed enough for you no 
some persistent pain sometimes the relationship doesn't work out you try again it doesn't work out because god wants to position you in a certain way he wants to align you in a certain way he wants to birth in you a certain hunger and a certain desire he wants to give you a certain nature and birth in you a new way of doing things a certain consistent character maybe a habit and a lifestyle of prayer a lifestyle of giving maybe what he seeks to give you is to build capacity for prayer or for love before he hands over to you the blessing you are seeking for so he allows the warfare he allows the enemy to keep seeing that treasure in you so that he can come the enemy can come can keep coming to torment you can keep coming to worry you so that you can mount up an opposition because if god knows if he is to leave you god knows if he is to release the blessing onto you you will lose it because you have not you have not come up you have not come of stature that requires stature to be able to protect safeguard and keep walking into in, in the integrity of the maintenance of that blessing or that gifting hallelujah session god bless you for staying amen let's see if the spirit of god is going to minister to us amen but before that you want to follow the platform if you haven't followed us amen god bless you too cannot deliver no not that God hasn't heard your prayer no it isn't that the men of God who have prayed for you they are not powerful enough no but there is a realm of deliverance that is tied to your alignment in God there is a realm of release of divine substance and provision and the blessings of God that is tied those realms are tied to your usefulness to the kingdom.
not because you prayed you can't sow your way into those dimensions no you can't pray your way into those dimensions no you can't bribe god with your tears sometimes it is tied to your service so sometimes the question i ask myself is how useful am i to the kingdom and which aspect of my life my deliverance my expansion is tied to my service to a man of god to a woman of god to my church or a ministry which i am planted or to my family because many times we cry we pray the prayers of asking seeking and knocking And we don't have answers because the answers may not lie in the asking but in the serving the answers to certain prayers do not lie in the seeking but in the giving or the alignment the answers to certain prayers may not lie in the warfare and the knocking but they lie in your service they lie in your alignment they lie in consistent prayers after god has given you a lifestyle and a character of prayer then you can release the blessing there is always the commanded blessing the commanded blessing in corporate gatherings like this god commands blessing for his people and there is also the commanded blessing that is according to psalm 133 and then there's a commanded blessing for an individual Deuteronomy 28 if you read the verse 8 downwards the blessing the blessing they are ordained nothing can change them But without alignment, nothing can bring them. They have been ordained. They are ordained blessings. That means nothing can change them. Not, e not even the hordes of hell. But also without divine alignment, nothing can bring them down to you. You can't access them. That is why as believers, you have to learn to grow through what you go through. This is how Apostle Paul put it in his letter to Timothy. He says that thou, beloved, learn to endure affliction as a good soldier I, I wish somebody can help us with that scripture endure hardness as a good soldier of God hallelujah as a good soldier of God endure hardness as a good soldier of the Lord 
this past week has been one strange week for me for many reasons but sometimes who does a man of God share his problems with in fact not just sometimes when we are in trouble when we have dreams we have pain when we need guidance when we need direction when we need a reinforcement of prayers we call the man of God But who does a man of God call? If not God. Yes, therefore. Okay, thank you, ministers, winning and Amen. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Endure hardness. You have to grow through what you go through. You grow through what you go through. the afflictions, the trials, the battles of this life, God has ordained them in a way that they are to make us better and not bitter. Better Christians, not bitter Christians. Hallelujah. So when we learn to endure hardness as good soldiers of Jesus Christ, we are setting ourselves up for maturity. Hallelujah. That is when God now counts us worthy of our inheritance in Him. Because we are proving to Him that we are no longer children. Children can be tossed to and fro. Galatians 4, 1. It says the heir, so long as he's a child. Different not from a servant. You know what one of the characteristics of heir is? Or, or children even though the child must be might be an heir to the throne all the inheritance the blessings of the father belongs to you the blessings of God in Christ Jesus they belong to you but because you have not matured the least challenge you encounter you complain that is the character of an immature Christian or believer and it's a sign to God that when he releases you to your blessing your next level of dimension or to a certain level of pos or position of leadership everything will come crumbling down because you have not sustained that capacity or stature to be able to handle those treasures those responsibilities those blessings that he wants to release to you you are not ready your prayers and your words your cravings your desires may make you think that you are ready. But the things that will prove as to whether you are ready or not are the results of the tests and the trials that you go through. God bless you, Minister Amen. So thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God richly bless you. I thought I saw Bray. 
I saw Bray. I wanted to talk with you, but then God was giving me an utterance. That is how come I continue speaking. Amen. You are here. All of a sudden, you are here. <laughs> wow. Why do we go into hiding whenever a teaching session is going on? You are listening. I see. Professor Prince, you are welcome. I hope you follow us and stay through the remaining of the five minutes. Amen. God bless you even as you follow us by clicking. If you haven't followed us yet, please follow us by clicking the plus button just right beside the name burning once. Amen. We're almost done. We're almost done, but we trust God. Bray, please, are you working on any official thing? Are you working on any official thing? That has to do with processing of papers. I know a number of my people are doing that, but this is not related to them. Yes. yourself working on anything that has to do with traveling so you are helping people leave the country eh? are you issuing passports in Ghana or outside of Ghana <laughs> you are helping people fly out of Ghana oh in London okay <laughs> ah, you see we thank God Because I was seeing something like papers, like scattered in front of you. You were doing something related to papers. And I, 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 I began to see that people were coming to you and living. And coming to you and living. And coming to you and living. Coming to you and living. And then the Spirit of God now started ministering to me. You work, you work from home. Alright. contract and also a switch a change in your job and then an, and then a contract or an award of a contract to you an award of a contract to you and this is happening even in this month this is happening even in this month if you have been praying and desiring 
to, to switch to switch your job heaven is endorsing and com confirming it to you now hallelujah of course please please you are calling in you want to speak please whatever it is kindly type it of course praise please yes so please if you are if you are putting in a, an application anywhere anywhere be expecting responses in your email okay that is why i asked you if you're doing anything official i didn't know that you were working on you are issuing passports it's not really about the issuing of the passport it's about something related to a job a new job amen and a contract amen may god establish the work of your hands may god grant you that new job in the name of jesus i pray that god will divinely orchestrate every happening for you in the name of jesus may god settle you in your finances and be gracious unto you you are blessed now i pray for everybody at the sound of my voice we have just 20 seconds to go may god cause his face to shine upon you all right all right please pick the contact take a screenshot of the contact that the, please somebody should post the detail so that um Ofosu prince can take a screenshot no scripture no scripture the details please yes Ofosu, please come pick the, the the contact and then reach me through any of them okay we are going off in two seconds god bless you in jesus name.